I would encourage you to look everywhere you look. If there is a task, is there if there is something that there's a how, okay? If it's got to be done more than twice, it needs an SOP. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to uh, the Business for Builders podcast. Great to have you with me. I appreciate you lending me your ear and tuning in. It's going to be great. Uh, this is, uh, in this episode, uh, yeah, maybe I should start. My name's Max, just in case we haven't met. <laughs> um, I'm the CEO at Smith & Sons here in Canada, and I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisory, uh, where business coaches specializing in the construction industry. Um, don't forget to get across and check out EliteBusinessAdvisory.com. Uh, hit the book a consultation button. I'd love to sit down with you and just have a quick chat about uh, maybe what we do as far as business coaching and how it might be advantageous for you to at least consider that as an option. Everyone needs a coach. Um, don't forget Business for Builders VIP uh, Facebook page. Get across there, private group, building a bunch of community there, a bunch of collaboration and uh, camaraderie, super important. Uh, guys and girls, please don't be in Ireland. It's a tough gig. I know that I am really encouraged with having business, other business owners, some that are in the construction business, some that are outside the construction sector, uh, but business owners nonetheless. And it's a really great time of you know, uh, you know, having a having a beer perhaps, or having a cranberry and soda, depending on uh, what boils your potatoes, and uh, just chatting about business challenges, things you know, wins, losses, and bottlenecks, guys. I've just really started to implement that this week. Um, you know, as, as far as all around talking to my franchisees, talking to my uh, elite business advisory uh, clients. And I really start out the meetings with tell me about your wins, uh, tell me about your losses and tell me about, um, you know, where you think your bottlenecks are in your business. Wins, why I ask for wins is because it's encouraging. We always like to hear good news. And maybe I should start the other way around and go bottlenecks, losses and wins so we finish on a positive, right? Maybe I'll change that. Um, but uh, certainly we want to know where you're winning and we want to celebrate those wins large and small. Losses, yes, it's it's a little bit discouraging when we do take a bit of a hit, but what I want to do as, you know, a business coach is like, let's focus on this, you know, the whole thing I talked about in the last couple of episodes. We, we identify the gap, we do root cause analysis, figure out why it happened, and then what we do is we look for a remedy and how we close the gap and make sure it doesn't happen again going forward. That's what investigating the losses does. It's a little bit hard to handle sometimes, but it's an important part of the process. And then the bottlenecks. We, we want to find why we're not getting traction perhaps or why we're not getting a high performance. What is it that we're doing that's restricting or constraining the momentum within the business? Is it we want to do everything ourselves? We don't want to go and build systems, which we're going to talk about uh, the final episode <coughs> Uh, three of three today uh, in this episode 171, um, you know, and so just really identify and then, you know, my job as a business coach is to bring awareness, to present education, and then to uh, use accountability to ensure that adjustments are being made. And so, you know, uh, just think about that. I don't sit here in a seat of judgment. Um, what I'm trying to do is really make an impact and a difference in the building game because 50% of general contractors and builders go out of business in the first five years. And then that which is left over in 10 years, uh, a large percentage, 80% of those are also out of the business. So the survival rate is worse than the divorce rate in marriage, uh, which I wouldn't have thought was possible, but it certainly is the case. All right, let's get cracking. Um, and what I want to do is go through points number 9, 10, 11, and 12. Uh, just to recap, 
what we're doing is we are setting up in our Dropbox uh, or in our Google file or wherever it is that we save, uh, we're putting together a file that says standard operating procedures. Then inside that file, we are listing out this 12. Now, the 12 that I'm outlining uh, in these last three podcasts are not exhaustive, uh, but it's a great place to start. So project planning was the first one. Site safety procedures was the second. Permitting and compliance was the third. Quality control was number four. Uh, subcontractor management was number five. Uh, number six was communication protocol. Number seven, change order procedures. Number eight was material and equipment. Number nine was uh, is going to be, because we're going to talk about that now, uh, budgeting and cost control. Number 10 is document control, contract admin. Uh, number 11 is closeout, handover procedures. And number 12 is environmental management. So uh, that hit list, along with some of these dot points, we're planning on having in the show notes. I think they will be, no problem. Um, and so what we want to do is really bring some value here today to really help you because at the start of this series, I talked about how that um, businesses operate you, you know, with good systems and good humans run good systems. So, okay, you might have some good humans and you want to build a successful business, but if you've got no systems, it's all going to rely on you and your input and what's in your head and your verbal instruction and direction and you don't have a life. What I'm really wanting to do is help my uh, elite business clients really develop a business to the point where uh, they get the kind of vacations that they want. They get the kind of income. And of course, that's the lifestyle that we uh, really want all of our operators to have. Okay, so uh, this is part three of a three-part series. Thanks for hanging in with us there. Um, be sure to maybe save these three uh, podcasts, uh, episode 169, 170, 171. Hit the three dots, save an episode, bang. That becomes a resource now that you can go back to and add on to. Now, I'd love to hear from you too if you've got to um, you know, this part three of this series and you've had some relative success in developing a standard operating procedures, I'd love to hear from you. It would really encourage me um, and I think it would, uh, you know, it, it really is something that you can run by me and go, hey, Max, this is what I've done and I'd love to, I'd love to get that feedback. That would be awesome. And don't forget, you know, if you know another builder in your area or if you've got, a, you, you know, you've got a cousin in a different city, I would love it if you could maybe just, uh, yeah, show us some love. I appreciate the daps and uh, really just uh, put the word out there. We don't really advertise here. Everything that I do is coming from me, um, you know, and so what we want to do is really uh, put out some really positive vibes and uh, really want to change uh, the business sector as it relates to what we do in construction and really improve the success rate uh, by doing it. So I'd really appreciate uh, any kind of review. Uh, oh, no, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. <laughs> That's a bit greedy. But, um, you know, guys, we're just really trying to work hard here and give massive value. Right, let's get after. I think that's about it. So you're in Dropbox. You've got standard operating procedures as a file. You've got 1 to 12. Now, I would encourage you to look everywhere you look. If there is a task, is there? if there is something that there's a how, okay? If it's got to be done more than twice, it needs an SOP. So really focus on... Be, be, you know, I think you'll start macro. If this is a very new concept to you, you'll be like, okay, I'm kind of trying to get a hold of it and get it into my head and understand. Great. As you go, what you're going to find is, oh, you're going to attach an SOP to everything that happens within your business. And I wish that to be the case because I'm telling you, as you develop your business and you improve the systems that support your business, people that come into your business that you recruit, and I hope that you uh, recruit well. Don't forget to go check out episode 168 where I talked about uh, recruit better, simulate stress. Okay, that's really going to help you in uh, recruiting in the recruiting process. 
Um, we really want to make sure that um, you know we systemize our business as well as we can. Now, um, part of this is to initiate. So I don't care if it's a six dot point uh, SOP. It's better than nothing. Get a binder. Maybe you like the hard copies. That's fine. Um, slowly add to that. That's going to be like us building a house. We start off with the foundations and the, the footings and the slab and we put frame and trusses, et cetera, et cetera. Building your operations manual, which includes your SOPs, is going to go a long way to really creating a business that is uh, you know, uh, systemized at the highest level. Don't forget, we want to we initiate, develop something. It's a good start. But over time, you'll go back to it and you'll optimize that. It's important that we uh, make sure that we're improving Continuous improvement is the name of the game. Right, so let's get after it. Uh, point number nine, okay? Uh, budgeting and cost control. So we want to develop a standardized budgeting process. Uh, dot point number two, we want to monitor expenses against the budget regularly. Um, really, I you know, that's talking about, uh, you know, cost engineering or comparing your actuals to your budget and doing back costing. Uh, dot point number three, we want to implement cost-saving measures when possible. Okay, Uh Point number 10 in our SOP series, uh, we, want to, we want document control, and this would include contract administration as well. So we want to establish a centralized document uh, management system. Uh, we want to maintain accurate and up-to-date project documentation. We want to ensure easy access to project documents for all relevant parties. Now, you can have this in a Dropbox, but I am telling you what a lot of my guys do with all of our cloud-based documents is they grab those and they import those into their job management software, okay? Now, depending on the size of your business, BuildExact might sue you. If you're going to do business around the 1 million to 1.5, um, that piece of software is going to serve you well. If you go beyond the 1.5 million and you want to go to 10 million, you might need to investigate another option. Um, right. So point number 11 is close out procedures. So dot point number one is we want to develop a systematic approach to project close out. Guys, we want to start well and finish strong. That's important. So we want to complete, have dot point number two, complete all necessary documentation and inspections. Dot point number three, uh, we want to hand over relevant information to client, including warranties and manuals. It's really important, you know, I think when you can finish you know, starting well is great. Finishing strong is is better. Um, I think when you get to the back end of a project and you you can bring it all together, the experience is completed by way of a you know full blown uh, manual that includes all of the different uh, manuals for the appliances, maybe some of the warranty parts. Um, you know, all of that sort of information in a you know a comprehensive. Uh, you know, a manual for the client, I think it goes a long way because what that happens is that manual stays with that house. And so it's almost like a little subliminal marketing ploy because I know that when people want to sell that house and they've got that manual for the construction part um, to pass that on, that'll include plans and specifications and all that sort of business. Um, that really encourages the next homeowner to go, wow, um, you know, this is, this is uh, really good information to have. And uh, I think it's important that we do do that. All right, uh, final point number 12, uh, environmental management. Uh, we want to implement environmentally sustainable practices. We want to adhere uh, to environmental regulations. And we want to establish waste management procedures. I know that our local refuse station here in Vernon, 
um, you know, and this may be pretty much global, they're very anal about, you know, where you're putting general rubbish and where you're putting gyprock or drywall and where you're putting, you know, wood waste and concrete and things like that. Um, certainly, you know, any kind of appliance, any kind of garden waste. So they, they make you work for it. So I think, you know, having an SOP that really breaks that down, um, you know, and in some cases you you might get a, a bin for general waste, but then you might be able to, you know, separate some of the, uh, materials that are on a job site that we actually take to the refuse station. And it's just important for your workers to understand that this is how we want waste managed. And so, uh, you know, it's got to do with the environment for sure. So uh, guys and gals, that is the, the 12 uh, SOPs that, are you know, maybe I would suggest as a starting point um, and then certainly breaking down when you go into, say, uh, environmental management all of the different phases. So you've got to sit there and have a think about it. Now, if you've ever heard me, you've got to work on your business instead of just in your business. Sitting there and, and thinking about how your business is managed as it relates to these systems and operating procedures, this essentially is working on your business. It's got nothing to do with construction, hanging doors, knocking nails into wood, framing, concreting, putting roof trusses up. It's nothing to do with that. We're now actually working, systemizing your business. And essentially we're working on your business, not in your business. So really allocate time block, figure out where is the best time for you to get uninterrupted uh, concentration on this because it is going to take some work. Um, but these SOPs provide a foundation for effective and organized operation uh, for general contractors and builders. Uh, tailoring these procedures to the specific needs of each project is essential for your success. And so uh, look, if you've got any questions regarding this or you get stuck, feel free to shoot me an email, max at elitebusinessadvisory.com. If you want to have a chat to me about, hey, Max, what's this coaching thing you do? Um, how does it help me you know, develop my business? Um, feel free to get across to elitebusinessadvisory.com. Hit the book a consultation button and um, try and find about 30 minutes there in my calendar where we can just catch up, talk a bit of strategy, talk about some tactics, figure out what you're doing in your business, what you're doing well, what you're losing in, and uh, maybe where some of the bottlenecks are. And let's see if I can't deliver you some value. No obligation there, guys. Just like I'm doing here, happy to uh, spend a little bit of time with you up front and uh, try and deliver you as much value as I can. All right, that's the end of part three of a three-part series to do with standard operating procedures. Uh, don't forget, get across business for builders VIP. Answer the questions. If you're a good sort, I'll let you in. Uh, like and subscribe. One of these drops every week. And uh, don't forget to email me or uh, book a meeting and have a chat with me about the possibilities. Go build a kick-ass business and I will definitely see you in the next episode. Cheers, big ears. Cheers.